Hi there, and welcome to Drunk Distry Presents The Dark Ride, a theme park's podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions. Maybe catch some interesting facts right along with that buzz. My name is Ryan Bieber, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Adrian Hamilton. We are two diehard fans of the House of Mouse. We started this show because we know that cool people, y'all like this stuff, too. So we're here to normalize all of you adulting Disney files and have a few beverages while we're at it. And uh, and welcome back to uh, to all of our old fans, and hello to all of our new fans. Are you ready to get your showcase showdown on? Epcot's got a showcase full of pavilions, and we're covering them to find out which one... Uh, is going to be the grand champion. So come on down. <laughs> You're the next listener on the Pavilion is Right. Rod, tell them what they've won. A fabulous trip to the land of the rising sun. That's right, friends. We're rounding the showcase promenade going right to left. And now we've arrived at the pagoda with the heart of gold, the beautiful Japan pavilion. So get your best Harajuku gear on and prepare to stuff more mochi in your little mouths than a chipmunk can handle because we're going to get all sorts of kawaii up in here. Let's get some facts and some drinks and we're going to be right back. Hey, Adrian, are you ready to get all Mount Fuji'd up on her? Oh. <laughs> No, but I'm ready to come on down. <laughs> so 70s, 80s vibes, those oh. game shows. Yeah, I watched like uh, I watched a video of like old school prices, right? And Bob when Bob Barker was young. Word. He's a fucking stud. He's a fucking oh, he's a, he was a handsome dude. A handsome guy. I mean, I'll always think of his microphone. Oh, yeah, the long, the long, it was just long one. with like a tiny little little circle on the yeah. top. That's probably what it was like downstairs too. <laughs> it's what he ended up looking like that's for sure <laughs> that's true he did end up looking like a life imitates man. art yeah totally i uh i watched a video with him he was younger and uh and he had a, a japanese contestant on and um he, her name was like makumi or something and uh and he couldn't help himself and so like he was like all right makumi like uh you know, like here's a you know this is like how you play the game, and then she like got it right. And he goes, he did. <laughs> I was like, whoa, oh, Bobby, man. Bobby boy, what are you doing? Cancelled, Bobby boy. I mean, in the seventies, I guess you were allowed to do that kind of shit. Oh, but, you can. Um, it's the Wild West. Yeah. So before we go on, uh, there are many Japanese words that I'm going to attempt to say during this during this episode. Uh, I will fuck them up. I have practiced them in a mirror so that I won't fuck them up. But I'm sure that indeed. I will fuck them up. What does practicing them in a mirror do? You know, make me look cool. <laughs> You're just looking at yourself saying something wrong. Yeah, yeah. but the, like, To me, it would make me it worse. I'd be like, wow, I'm so dumb. You are dumb. Yeah, but hot. You're a dumb, weird idiot. Yeah. You don't know shit about Jack. Jack. <laughs> you don't know shit about Jack, Jack. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> just have a heart, Adrian. <laughs> 
I mean, have a heart, audience. Have a have a heart. Have a heart, Adrian. Have a heart, Jack. Um, you know, don't pay attention to this. Is all this is all a precursor for me because he doesn't want to get roasted. (laughs) Nothing to do with the audience. For sure, for sure. Uh, Don't pay any attention to the man mispronouncing the words behind the curtain. Um, It me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's you. (laughs) I thought you were going to say the person roasting the person mispronouncing the words. No, no, no. You're not going to mispronounce anything. Oh, I'm not mispronouncing anything. I'm not saying anything. Oh, okay. I'm just here for the ride. Just here for. Here for the good times. Yeah. Let the good times roll. Le bon temps roll. Oh, wrong, <laughs> wrong, Ville. Yeah, we already did that one. Uh, yeah, we did. We messed up that one, too. <laughs> yes, we did. Um, cancel cancel culture coming this in. This is our hot. cancel tour. This is our cancel Guys, culture honestly, tour. it's been a lot of fun. We got a, we got like well over 50 plus episodes in. I think 70, right? Oh, yeah. We're, we're I think we're We've topping. We've got a card catalog. 80. I think we're topping 80 right about now. Run out of things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just don't shoot the messengers. <laughs> I mean, I know Is we're that creating, what we are. I know we're creating the content too, but like, just don't we're shoot the messengers us. of Disney. Oh. We're just here spreading the word. I like it. Spreading the good word. This is the the gospel of Goofy. (laughs) Welcome to the gospel of Goofy. It is the gospel of Goofy. That is the right character to choose. (laughs) Uh, As always, this is a drinking show, and to do that, we need some beverages and traditional tea ceremonies aside. I think we're going to need something with a little extra pep in our step. Uh, Some grin to our geisha. Ooh. but Japan is a land of tradition and beauty uh, where the simple lines and forms of calligraphy can state the poetry of a people and look like little houses at the same time that they're doing so. Adorbs. Which, yeah, they are adorbs. I love, I love, uh, I love that language. I don't, I don't know what it's called. What it, uh, I did know at some point what it's called, the calligraphy. Uh, figures. Yeah. That's not the right word. Whatever. Um, so it, today... It begins. <laughs> so today, in honor of Japan, uh, we will simply be drinking Sapporo. Uh, Sapporo beers. They're delicious and simple. Uh, this beer has been around since 1876, and it's remained uh, clean and easy to drink. And uh, I love the yeah. way you did that. It sounded like you were doing a commercial. Cheers. Kampai. Chaz. Kampai. Sapporo. It's very... Um, it's a sweet beer. Like, I... I enjoy it. I really like it. it I just yeah. I feel like it's like a dessert beer. Oh, yeah, good with pie. Senpai, come pie, come pie. Okay, so uh, Adrian, what are you what are you drinking out of today? Oh, I'm drinking out of my um, my purple knowledge and wisdom is the real power. You know, from the Sorcerer in the Stone mug. Oh, a little Mad Madam Mim. Yeah, I got a little Mad Madam Mim. I got a little bit of... She's one of my what's favorite. What's his name? Merlin. Merlin. Sorry, I've been drinking. You remember Mad Madam Mim, but not Merlin? Well, she was the star. She overshined him. She's one of my favorite Disney villains. She's I, great. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. She, that, yeah, she's so cool. Uh, from uh, Sword in the Stone. What did I say? The Sorcerer's Stone? That's a Harry Potter movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sorry. um, I'm drinking out of my uh, my old school Epcot mug. uh, Always. We're we're in a pavilion, and uh, that's what I do. You're so on brand. Yep. Uh, So let's cover some basics. Uh, We're in the Japan Pavilion today. Uh, This is uh, located just off center uh, to the west side of the World Showcase Promenade at Epcot. Uh, 
and Japan is situated between France and the United States pavilions. Uh, we covered France last week, uh, so go check out that episode if you haven't yet. Um, you can yeah. listen to Adrian mispronounce everything in a French accent. Um, yeah, but it's cute. It is. It's adorbs. It was. Yeah, absolutely adorbs. I sang a lot too. You you sang a lot. I know. Yeah, I found my. Voice. I liked it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Like, it won't be happening today because I don't know any songs besides yeah, I, the one you played at the top. Yeah. The drummers, right? Yeah. I know. I hear yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so let's let's get into some, some uh, weirdo facts about this. Uh, the pavilion is about three acres large. Uh, that's including the back area and the promenade out front. The promenade is that, that wide uh, pink pavement street. Uh, that wraps around the entire world showcase. Um, the uh, right at the promenade, there's a, a beautiful gate called a Tory Gate um, that perfectly captures Spaceship Earth uh, across the lagoon, or at least it always did until the mon- uh, monstrous pieces of metal uh, moved in for Harmonious. The tacos. The tacos. It sucks because that was a go-to spot. That was a, mm. a lot of people got in, like proposed. In front of that, like beautiful, it's a beautiful, like there was, my cousin was actually supposed to propose in front of that. Um, and it's just a great photo. Like it's, it's it's not, it's not horrible now, but it just isn't what it was. It's not as clean as it was. Now there is stuff back there. Um, there's tacos. JPEG. They should paint them like tacos for during the day. Oh, and That's then, an idea. Yeah, just tacos. Just floating tacos. Mm. I'm into it. I'm not into it. I hate it a lot. All right. Well, you know, to each their <laughs> I own. I wouldn't want to be in the Japan Pavilion looking at two massive tacos. Four. Four oh, man. Keep, how many is there going to yeah. be? And a bowl of guacamole in the center. Oh, that is kind of cute. All right. Guacamole. Co-signed. We'll talk about it when we get to Mexico. Uh, the Japan Pavilion represents the traditions, uh, the traditional uh, and modern culture of Japan uh, with stunning style. Uh, you are greeted by the blue-roofed five-story Gojunotu Pagoda. Gojunotu, I think. Uh, inspired by a shrine built at uh, Nara in 700 AD. So, like, you know, super, super old school. Uh, the five levels of the pagoda, which are 85 feet tall in total, they represent the elements from uh, from which Buddhists believe that all things are created. So those elements, uh, in I think I guess in order going up, are earth, water, fire, wind, and sky. Um, and above the Gojunotu pagoda is a bronze nine-ringed uh, sorin or, or spire, um, with gold wind chimes and a, a water flame, so that's like on the very on the very tippity top of it. Oh, I didn't know there was a water flame up there. Yeah, you, well, you wouldn't know unless you uh, got some like binoculars and really scoped it. And out. I don't normally put those in my lounge fly. I don't know what a water what a water flame is. Oh, it's it's where there's water and there's a flame. Cool. I don't know. That's an inspired answer. <laughs> you pass fifth grade what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's a big i don't know maybe maybe dad and mom were nice to my teacher yeah for real paying off the teacher for supplies (laughs) wink wink (laughs) you might need these couple thousands for pencils um 
Uh, to the right of the courtyard stands the Shishinden, uh, which is inspired by the ceremonial and coronation hall found in the Imperial Palace grounds in Kyoto. It's Coronation Day. Coronation Day. Um, is that frozen? Yes. Fuck. You said it. Fuck. Fuck me like for knowing it. And fuck you for saying it. You're, and I love that you God got you got into it. it, and you it was a knee jerk reaction, which proves that there's a part of you that sort of likes frozen. God damn it. The real Shishinden uh, was built in 794. So everything everything that we're seeing out in the front of this building. Wait a is, minute. Did you say 794? Yeah. and the, As in like less than 1,000? Yes, less than 1,000. Shit's old. Yeah. Well, not the one that we're looking at. That was built in 1982. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. But the one that it's, mo- the one that it's modeled after, <laughs> 794, and the Gochinotu is uh, 700 A.D. So, like, they're both modeled after, like, feudal-style, old-school Japanese architecture. Like it. On the east side of the courtyard is a massive uh, wood and stone Nijo entry castle. Um, And passing through it, visitors uh, will cross, like, a wide bridge that spans a moat um, to uh, the white egret castle with its curved stone walls and white plaster structures and blue tile roofs. and then that area is kind of like representing like the the feudal era of Japan, uh, so like the 1300s. So it's when they were cheap. Uh, I mean, that's, oh, that's that, frugal. Yeah, that's frugal. We're oh, talking feudal. We're talking feudal. like uh, like uh, serf serfdom and like you know uh, farm my land and I will keep you in debt forever. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the. Uh, the front of the castle is uh, like a, in front of that that fake castle area is a meandering um, hill garden that houses koi ponds with small pathways and bridges, rocks, lanterns, uh, flowers, Pokemon. Uh, if you if you haven't seen them, uh, that's your own fault. You haven't looked hard enough or taken as many edibles. They're as in I the have. koi pond. Yeah, they're in the garden. Like if you look hard enough, you'll find. Pikachus. Can I just tell you, by the way, I fucking love a koi pond. Hell yeah, man. It's one thing I get so excited about it. We're we're recording in our, in studio in Queens, in Studio A in Queens. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. were at Studio R last couple episodes ago, and there's a place in my neighborhood where this person just has a koi pond in their front yard. For real? And I will literally just go there, and be like, "Hey guys, like you know those those fish? They live for like a very very long time. Like they and they they're kind of like having like a dog because they like recognize you. They come up to you. It's like like that type of a pet." Do you have a, like a relationship with these fish? Like, do they? Yeah, know, do like they we we hang out, like we we talk. I mean, I've told them my problems, and they listen. They're like, wop, wop, wop. "What are you doing on the podcast next week?" Blah, blah, They're blah, really blah. sweet. They sound they sound very sweet. They're always there for me. They never leave. Are they colorful? Yeah, I love those. They're orange and yeah, yeah koi cool. ponds. Just, they slap. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, koi ponds. It's amazing that uh, that somebody's able to keep on here in Queens. Yeah, because they get they, they steal. No, no, but no, no. In the winter, they they live underneath the the water. Do they live above the water in the summer? Like what no, do you no, mean? like it, no. If it's frozen on the top, oh, they're just chilling. They're chilling underneath. But the the thing about the the reason that I find it crazy that they can live in Queens because they're often stolen. Oh. People steal those fish out of the pond because they're very expensive. The bigger they are, the more expensive they are. And like, there's the real big ones are thousands of dollars. Oh, wow. What would you do with that fish 
post Mount it on your wall. Oh. No, I think they sell it. To like Johnny down the street in Queens? To some, <laughs> some koi enthusiast. Oh, for sure. There's a whole koi community that you don't even know about because all you're thinking about is Disney. That underground koi community. Yeah. I like it. The seedy underbelly of the underground. <laughs> yeah, the, the seedy underbelly koi. of the koi community. Trading koi. <laughs> We're getting canceled. I got busted for trading koi. Koi and queens. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyways, there's koi and Pokemon. Got to catch them all. Uh, but don't steal them. Don't steal them. Uh, the Hill Garden, um, there's also bonsai trees. Super lush landscape. Uh, gardening is a very precise art in Japan. Every object and its placement in the garden has a special meaning, um, and activity associated with it, symbolism, um, and the Japanese people have a reverence for, uh, uh, reverence for nature blending with an intense maintenance, uh, to create the garden with like a, a truly unique beauty. And I think they really oh, pull so it pretty. off here. This, this garden is so well maintained and manicured. Um, it's it's gorgeous it's and it's very like like go back there because it, it's not crowded no that's i mean we'll, we'll get into it as we go kind of further in but it's i think it's my favorite place in the world showcase that that garden behind the pagoda because yeah. it's just so chill and beautiful and well well taken care of um so i think i'm i think i'm ready to drink that pavilion are you ready to drink that pavilion i was born ready fuck yeah, let's drink that pee. Somebody put acid in my drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to play Drink That Pavilion. Uh, you should play along at home. This is basically a Drink the Difference game uh, where we're going to rank the Epcot Pavilion through a series of rounds, and then we are uh, technical rounds, and then one uh, kind of like overall ground, and then we're going to drink the difference um, in each of the categories that we give. So, for example, if a category is worth 10 points and you give it a three in that category, then you're going to drink seven. So that's seven sips, seven seconds, seven minutes in heaven. It's all your choice. Uh, the shittier the pavilion is, the drunker you're going to get, and that's how we play the game. If anybody's playing this and doing, instead of drinking it, they're doing seven minutes in heaven, please send us an email. We want to have you as a guest on the pod. I, yeah. I need this type of energy in my life. Can you I'm imagine, a person that's doing that. Can like, you imagine if you, were, if you were doing that and you, like, you, you, you were like with your with your girl or with your guy and you were like okay let's play it but let's play seven minutes in heaven and then you you voted it like so you only got one minute and you're like fuck <laughs> like like i should have just i should have just sandbagged this thing <laughs> why did that pavilion have to be so good <laughs> yeah i need that type of toxic mess in my life so please email the pod drunk at gmail.com thank absolutely, you absolutely absolutely um okay so uh technical rounds uh, to start off we have uh we have three rounds um, we have theme, and then we have entertainment, and then we have, uh, and then we have other offerings. So uh, we'll go, we'll get into you know what each of those things means as we go through. But we're gonna we're gonna start at the start, and that is as all Disney does. 
theme. The so theme. this is the overall appearance, the theme, the beauty, the wow factor. It's out of 10 points. Uh, this pavilion feels fucking massive. Uh, there are pagodas and castles and gardens and multi-room department stores. Uh, it's super detailed and it uses multiple styles of Japanese architecture to really transport you to, I don't know, in my mind what the place is. Uh, I've never been to Japan, so it's it's probably... Probably not like this. I have not been to Japan either. I'm dying to go. Yeah, but it feels like it's. It feels like this is what it would be like. That's what they're trying to do, right? I know, but like it really, (laughs) like this one does have like, I don't know, like a little bit of authenticity to it. And uh, with all this big and overwhelming stuff, there's still like a calmness to this pavilion. You know, like like its neighbors don't have that. You know, France does not have a calmness to it. And, no. and the American Pavilion is no. the farthest thing away from fucking calm, I think, that exists in the entire Especially because there's a big Amerigardens theater right there. Yeah. And that can be booming and bustling. And it's like you don't get any of that, the reverb from that. Totally. Yeah. It, you can, it really feels like you get pocketed in. Um, and I feel like you can take a rest here. It's like, it's got this beautiful landscaping and multiple levels that make for like a respite in the madness, uh, that the showcase is, um, if you're walking like straight, I mean, just an example of like how like multi-leveled and weird this place is like, if you're walking straight back to the back of the pavilion area, you'll go through like a big wall in, in like a quote unquote castle, a castle wall. And then uh, you'll you cross a bridge that has like like water and everything like that. But like as you're crossing that bridge and you look to your sides, there's giant bronze sculptures of warriors on horses. Oh, word. Yeah. Like, you know, just like random, like, you know, like you can't see it. Little Easter eggs. Yeah. But I mean, these but these Easter eggs are 12 feet tall and you can't see them anywhere except for when you're standing on the bridge. You know, it's like they're not like a showstopper. They're just like. A thing. A thing. Yeah. Um, which I love. Uh, I, I love that kind of shit. And then also at night, the lighting of this pavilion fucking slaps. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, it's got like lit up rice paper walls and... I like this pavilion at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. And I like the vibe of it at night. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's it's like it's chill and I yet feel like I'm usually happening. there in the evening. Yeah. Me too, actually. I, I go I go to here to eat a lot, um, or at least I have throughout my Disney history. Sure, my history, if you will, or herstory, whatever you. Well, our, our podcast name is history. Oh, yeah. Well, this maybe is before we didn't I do was that. drinking, but you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Podcast is the dark ride. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Um, what do you think? What do you, what are your thoughts on the theme? Um, my thoughts on the theme are, um, well, first of all, my thoughts are that this pavilion is going to do fantastic technically. Just, just right out the gate. I just, I feel like that it's going to do really good technically. Um, I think it's going to, I think it's going to crush in some categories. There's one that it's going to fail gonna, at, but I do think do that in terms of theming, for me, I can't. I don't know where I could. I don't know where I could really pick at it too much. I agree. It's hard for me to 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 be my normal bitch self with this because I don't. 
there's really, I, I can't be like, this could have been a little better. This, the, you know, I've said this about the Canada Pavilion, which I think was what they did wrong is in terms of, you know, with the theming or the planning of it is that they, they don't bring you in. And this pavilion, I feel like they bring me in. Big time. So that's a good thing. Like if, if you're going to bring me into, into the pavilion, if you're not going to make me just want to like run past you, <laughs> Italy, then <laughs> you are, you know, doing something right. So in terms of theming, I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, I think that that's, that's uh, pretty fair. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, a, uh, there's something in my couple things in my mind that, that are a little bit better. There's a couple pavilions in my mind that are a little better. So, I, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay, that's cool. Uh, in my mind, I I don't know that I have a better one. Or at least like, you know, like something might be tied to this. But uh-huh. but this to me, I think, theme-wise, is kind of like the... It's the gold standard? Yeah, kind of like the tippity-toppity of, the, right. of just of theme. And so I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Don't you love how Ryan's like, this is the best in my mind, but it still doesn't get a 10. <laughs> no, why would it get a 10? There's shit it could do better. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. There's a yeah. couple things that could do better. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Yeah, go ahead. You can always do better. Um, do better. Okay. So uh, you have to drink two. I have to drink yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm Safaro with to me, baby. Okay. That didn't work. Um <laughs> Next up, they're not is, all going to land, guys. Next up is is a potential tough category for yeah for this pavilion, and that's entertainment. So uh, this is this is rides, attractions, and live entertainment. And Japan could have more to offer in this category. And throughout is throughout history, it almost did. Uh, so first, uh, first, I'm going to share um, what they have, and uh, and. Uh, then you're share what they could have what they could have because it's pretty i see whenever you do this i kind of get a little upset well because it's like you know it's the truth though i know it's annoying it's like you know why can't they just have more money to do these things yeah i mean with with uh with two of the three with all of the options that i'm going to share with what they could have done Money was not the stopping factor. Oh, okay. Well, then that's yeah. interesting. Let's hear. Let's hear what yeah. they have. Okay. So uh, the large fortress at the rear of the pavilion houses the Bichikusu Khan Gallery. That's not right. I don't know how to. I, I don't know how to say. You should have looked in the mirror a little bit longer. Bichikusu. Nope. Haven't you even heard? The inflection didn't help. That's for sure. Haven't you even heard Gwen Stefani's Harashuku album? Yeah. Doesn't sound like it. Okay, well, interestingly enough, this gallery uh, is continuously changing exhibits, and it reflects Japanese culture uh, and art. The current exhibit is uh, Japanese kawaii, uh, which is also known as like uh, Japan's cute culture, um, which is famous for the Harajuku area yeah. in Tokyo. And um, the gallery in the gallery, you will find lots of art representing this cuteness overload that Japan goes gaga for. Um, and at its centerpiece, an acid trip incarnate in the form of a melting Harajuku girl made of brightly colored plastic toys. Uh, this art piece entitled Melty Go Round uh, was done by artist Sebastian Masood. Um, and he explains uh, Kawaii as this. 
He says the meaning of Kawhi is that uh, I think we should drink to him. Actually, let's drink to Sebi. Okay. Yeah. Drink Cheers. to Sebastian. All right. Clink. I mean. Okay. Okay. I mean, it just sounds like a weird art installation. Yeah, but we hadn't drank in like ten minutes, mm. two minutes. One. You know minute. what? I, I like you. Have a cupcake. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the meaning of Kawaii is that of personal cosmos filled with the collection of things one madly loves. Kawaii is not something fashionable, dressing up for others or trying to be someone else, but rather collecting things because you simply love them. Fashion is just a statement to show what you love. And I kind of love that. And yeah, I, I mean, know that we're you kind of love that. We're sitting here in Disney shirts, so we definitely love dressing in things that we love. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, apparently, I love the same things as a mildly depressed businessman. <laughs> and <laughs> and your Aunt Kathy. <laughs> I do have an Aunt Kathy. Yeah, well, does she love Disney clothes? Too? No, she loves drinking. Well, then your Aunt Adrian. <laughs> oh, I do love drinking. Yeah. Me and Kathy can get along. Um, so uh, Kauai is rooted in Japan's Shinto past, and it means, uh, uh, and it's, and is a means of self-expression uh, from all walks of life. And uh, also within the um, the gallery is a replica of a modern Tokyo apartment um, as part of the exhibit. And I've always really liked this exhibit. In the past, it's always been like toy and like cute, like, I guess, child-friendly exhibits. So yeah. like, they had like a tin, uh, a tin toy exhibit before this, like kind of based off of like Toy Story. Um, and all the exhibits tend to last for like many years. This uh, this Kawaii one has been there since like 2015. Um, I think they all last for like 10 years or so. Yeah. No. This 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 is not great entertainment. Yeah. I mean, um, you're, you're trying a until, Johnny Cochran. Until this. I'm not trying. I'm not really. I'm not trying a Johnny Cochran. This one. <laughs> I, I really can't. Um, until recently, the pavilion had an uh, had amazing drummers called the uh, uh, Matsuriz. Shit. Yeah, that's not uh, right. Which practiced the thundering sound of taiko, uh, which is an ancient form of Japanese drumming. We heard it at the very very beginning yeah. of this. Uh, this podcast uh, at the and they would do it at the pagoda out front a few times a day. Uh, and these drummers were the shit. They were fucking awesome. They were like loud and fucking I'm I'm a bad drummer. I, you know, like grew up drumming and I'm not very good at it. But like these guys are great at it. And it was okay. awesome. Yeah. And it was but like there are no more. Them. So jury erase that from your mind. But they all right. So they no buts. But COVID doesn't matter. Wait a minute. Oh, you're saying that you're saying that they are just not there because of COVID? No. So like they got fired. <laughs> they got fired like at COVID. Basically, like Disney knew that they were shutting down for COVID, and then they said, uh, "Matsuzu, uh, the drummers of Japan, don't bother coming back." And they said the same thing to um, to uh, the the UK rockers. Well. If that's true, then we have to drink them because we drank the UK rockers. That's what I'm saying. All right, so we'll leave them in. They were around, for, they were around for 25 years. I think we, we right. owe it to and them if to it's, drink to them. And if that's the case, then they could always potentially come back. They could always. They get, they, they're if, still in Florida, in fact. They're, they're still performing in like the Orlando area. All right, let's drink them. Yeah, hopefully they're performing at Universal, just to spite. Oh, that would be... That would be fucking dope. That would be... 
that's a that's a power move. That is a power move, or or like Sea World, the ultimate. Power oh no, move. that that's like that. The Disney be like, oh god. <laughs> we were, that's like we when you're dating right. someone and then they like when they break up with you and then they're with someone worse and you're just kind of like, oh gross. They're always. Am I with, also worse. <laughs> they're always with someone worse. What do you mean? What do you what? There's all, they're always with somebody worse than you, Adrian. Oh, Ryan, Aww. what do you want? <laughs> a good score in this category? Give me money. <laughs> um, so the pavilion does not have an attraction these days, uh, unless you count the gallery or the, the epic department store, but neither of those are real attractions. Uh, but at one time it was supposed to have um, a standalone attraction, and there are actually a few different attractions that Wait a minute, Ryan. Were. We're talking about what they should have had before we rate what they have? You want to rate first and then and then go into it? I think it? we have to because either this could actually negatively or positively affect it and it shouldn't have any impact on it. Okay. Let's rate first and then we'll and then we'll five. tell about it. I'm I'm going in at a four. I'm going in at a four also. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you you done you done bad. You bad. done you done bad, Japan. Yeah, it's, it's a four. Yeah. I was I was trying to be nice. But I forgot to mention the bonsai tree. There's bonsai trees. That are considered a piece of entertainment here. Four. Yeah. I might deduct a point for that being entertainment. I don't like I have a ton of There's plants. a staircase, Adrian. There's a, a very unique staircase. There's here. a sick garbage can. <laughs> that you will be so entertained to throw your crap out in. All right, so let's let's learn about what, what could have been, what almost oh, was. Oh boy. Um, yeah. And okay. then we should rate it on what we would have given it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, for real. I mean like it, it <laughs> It's it takes it to like what France will be come October first, twenty twenty one. You know, like like legit amazing pavilion with a you know uh, e ticket ride. Take me to Tokyo, baby. Right. So all right. So well, actually, only one of them does that. The other one is kind of like hey, me 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 me. Um, that's my beaker for like. Eh, it's okay. Got it. <laughs> So, uh, the the first attraction that almost was was a uh, a bullet train themed Circle Vision three hundred and sixty show, uh, complete with vibrating floor. That's a like bullet the, train Circle Vision three hundred and sixty tour. So, you're, is it a train? No, no, no. It would be like it would be like being in a bullet train, except for in like a three hundred and sixty, like a like a Circle Vision show. You know, three hundred and sixty camera. So it's just a show. It would just be a show but with a vibrating floor. So you would like feel like you were moving and it would like look really fast, but you wouldn't actually go anywhere. So that's, that's like number one, pretty bad. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Pretty, pretty bad. That would be make, that would bring the points, points down, 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 down to a three. Yeah. Like I don't want to mess with that. Um, after some sushi, no thanks. The, the next version was a, uh, a Florida version of Disney's Matterhorn, uh, Disneyland's Matterhorn. So, oh right, this, you know, yes. So this was uh, this is going to be uh, a giant re, uh, recreation of Mount Fuji. Oh, this is awesome! And it would had a uh, it would have hosted a dueling coaster, two oh. tracks, and uh, the coaster would have raced around the inside and the outside of the mountain, um, and it would have been spectacular. However, it probably would have been the best ride in the park. Yes, it would have been the best ride in the park. I mean, there's Figment, but... I mean, in 83, when we were going against, like, real Figment and real Spaceship Earth... When we weren't even there <laughs> in 83? Yeah. 
Well, you know. Well, when did Real Figment end? I guess in the 90s, right? Yeah, we. I mean, I we, saw, I saw Real Figment, but it yeah. wasn't at 83. No. <laughs> Not was, that old. But it was probably like 86 that you saw it. No. The first time I went to Disney was uh, in the 90s. Okay. I guess I've been going longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like that, by the way. <laughs> I really don't like finding that fact out. <laughs> Uh, Ew. You've been so many more times than I have. I know, but I just don't like that. I didn't know that. That's okay. I won't. I won't. I won't. Yeah, rub it you in. will, because you know it bothers me. <laughs> I won't rub it in for the rest of tonight. We'll put it that way. Mm. Um. Okay. So uh, there was an issue with sponsorship behind the uh, the Mount Fuji ride. Um, so Fuji Film. Um. You know the camera film people oh i thought you were talking about the water they were going to be the sponsor not that's fiji dude (laughs) (laughs) so funny (laughs) so fujifilm was going to be the sponsor but kodak being the like a major sponsor of disney in general and the sponsor of the imagination pavilion right across the way said uh no way jose were that's mexico (laughs) thanks (laughs) We're not gonna allow. We're not gonna allow another camera company to be uh, to be up in our Epcot business. So uh, so that went away, unfortunately. Um, the last and most uh, shameful of the attractions that almost were uh, was a uh, a moving theater show similar to the Carousel of Progress called Meet the World, and it would have had guests see the history of Japan through the eyes of a young Shinto boy. Uh, learning the history of Japan via a cartoon stork um, and a bunch of animatronics. And the attraction was designed by Imagineering Claude Coates. Let's cheers to the Imagineers. Cheers to the Imagineers. Um, think Haunted Mansion when you hear Claude Coates. Um, he's the one who, like, the dark Which side. Which side of it? The, the dark, dark side. side. Yeah. We like that. Uh-huh. Yep. So he was all about the uh, the ghost host and the the, you know, hanging man and all that kind of shit. Right. Uh, this motherfucker had music developed by, and composed by the Sherman Brothers. Another cheers to the Imagineers. Cheers. Yeah, heavy hitters here. I mean, what? So th- these people. So this is just proof, everybody out there, that you could be the Sherman Brothers and get rejected. What? Or you put in all this work to make this these music. Kind of, kind of rejected, kind of not. So. Um, not their fault. Not the Sherman Bros' fault. Not Claude no, but Coates I'm just fault. saying, like um, they have stuff it, that ended up it, on the cutting. But room it was floor. definitely somebody's fault. Definitely somebody's fault. Fiji water. It might have been Fiji water's fault. <laughs> so, um, the theater show would have had uh, video plus thirty plus animatronics to show Japan's history, uh, and they would have skipped over some of the parts that were a little bit more fucked up, like World War Two. Uh, calling those just the dark days. <laughs> they were just going to be like, yeah, and then in the 40s, we uh, we took a nap. No. We went out for pie. Uh, so why didn't this attraction make it? Well, uh, they built it. They built the platform for the attraction, and the spinning theater was deemed structurally unfit. Wait, they... So... So there's a giant building that is behind the castle... Today, behind what castle? Behind the 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 castle in Japan, like the, oh. that white the white egret castle. Oh, okay, yeah. So there's a giant building back there that that abandoned. is supposed to house this rotating theater that was structurally unfit to rotate, and therefore 
they just scrapped it. That's so wild. Yeah. It's creepy. It's creepy. I mean, like, I don't think that they didn't install animatronics and stuff like that. They just like, you know, figured out that it wasn't going to work. I just think anything that's like still half there. built is and just sitting somewhere yeah, is just so, weird. So, so, so it goes. It's still there and they use it as like a practice room for, I don't know, like the drummers maybe that were once were there. I don't know what they use it for now. It's structurally Storage. on sound though. <laughs> well, like they're not, they're not spinning the theater anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But by the way, it's I, like it's structurally in sound the same way that like the Yeti isn't allowed to move in a mode anymore and has to go right. disco Yeti. I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad that this didn't happen because you lost me at little boy and you really lost me at stork. What's wrong with storks? Like, I just I just find this whole thing. You never seen Dumbo? They deliver babies. They're adorable. That's not real. Did you know that that's not this how babies are delivered? What? Oh, um, <laughs> they uh how do babies get here, Adrian? Magic. Oh, okay. This is how we're going to go. The wonder okay. of what? An um, angel kisses the mother. Sorry. Well, uh, this did get made, uh, but it was made in Tokyo Disney, and it lasted until t- uh, 2006 when it was replaced by Monsters, Inc. Ride and Go Seek, which is one of those par- one of that park's pr- uh, preeminent e-ticket rides. Oh, so it did get made. It did get made. We should try to, I'm going to try to YouTube it and see what it was like. It's not good. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't sound good. It yeah. lost me, but it's pretty boring. Okay, yeah. So the the one that I that I like is the Fiji Water Mountain. Fiji Water roller coaster yeah. would be amazing. It would have been dope. I think it would have been like the best. It would. De- it's obviously would have been the best ride in in the World Showcase, but definitely the best ride in Epcot, and also and and it would have looked beautiful. Like it would have looked really cool. Yeah, had, like a mountain back. It just would have made these. it such a destination. Mm. That was stupid. Very dumb. But you're right. I'm glad that we raided before we got to the the offerings yeah. or the uh, the other entertainment offerings. And also, we had to we had to spend this time drinking six because we gave the category a four. So, mm-hmm. ah, Fiji water. Okay, so the the next category up is other offerings. Um, this oh, now this is going to do good. So this is restaurants, shops, and, you know, any kind of additional edutainment or, or whatever that's out there. Uh, let's eat. There are so many banging options at this pavilion. Uh, I'm just going to, like, fly through them. Yeah. Because there's a ton of them. And uh, I'll give, like, a little bit of, like, what each does or what it's about. But I'm just going to, like, fly through it. So uh, you have Tokyo Dining. That is uh, traditional cuisine and ingredients of Japan with an emphasis on sushi and like an innovative presentation. It has an awesome view over the World Showcase uh, and the Promenade. For sure. You have Teppan Ito. That is a traditional teppanyaki dining room. Uh, think like hibachi. Uh, it's probably one of the most popular restaurants in all the World oh, Showcase. I love it. It's so good. Everybody loves when the guy makes Space Mountain on the, on the grill. You call it Space Mountain? Does he call it Space Mountain? Yeah, so he does. He goes, Space Mountain. Uh, like, make, yeah, it's like, you he know, takes like, the onions and yeah, makes Space makes Mountain. A, makes a volcano. Like, uh, yeah, but there they say Space Mountain because Disney. Disney. Oh, cool. It's adorbs. What do they say when they flip the shrimp? Sebastian. They do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> um, so uh, then, then we have... Uh, Takumite, this is the high-end signature uh, dining experience that assimilates uh, the Japanese veneration of natural elements to create a -a one-of-a-kind dining experience. Uh, It's a nine-course prefix meal, 
and it costs upwards of $180 a person. I'm way too trash for that. Yeah, but it would be dope. But $180 a person. Nine is courses. I mean, how long does that steep. take? Do you have enough time with Epcot shorter hours to I, do this I, experience? Probably not. I think it's probably made for like that $100 ticket of, uh, you know, that you can that you can get and like just eat around the world yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, then we have Katsuri Grill. This is a counter service uh, uh, eating spot with sushi, udon, teriyaki, ramen. Um, it has both indoor and outdoor seating, uh, mostly outdoor. And the outdoor seating is in the like right off of that formal garden, that hill garden that we were talking about earlier. And it is one of my favorite places to take a break in all of Epcot. Like I don't necessarily eat. I, I don't know that I've even ever gone to Katsura Grill, but like I'll take stuff from elsewhere in the World Showcase and just go back there and eat. Yeah. Because it's counter service. So like you're not like, you know, you're not like taking up a seat that like a, a waiter is going to try to like, you know, be making money off of or something. Mm. Um. But I love it. I go there with my drink from like I'll go to France and get that dope orange vodka drink, and I'll bring it back here. I think I mentioned on one of the other, I think on like an at the bar. This is my favorite place to to just like chill out. Yeah, and you drink. have. Um, and uh, there's also like uh, Japanese paper lanterns hung above you, and it's really beautiful at night and awesome. I love it. It's okay. it's fantastic. And then finally, we have the uh, the Kabuki Cafe. It's a kiosk serving uh, syrupy shaved ice and frozen beer, sake, and like some sushi items. Um, not to mention that there's also festival booths and mo- multiple carts selling other small stuff and snacks and and throughout the throughout the pavilion. Uh, there's just so 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 many options. So much. Uh, and then we get to the store. Uh, oh there's, boy. There's one store. Um, it is uh the fuck mitsukoshi mitsukoshi i did it yeah no mitsukoshi everyone knows that because it's the best store in walt disney world i was gonna ask what your feelings were about it are you crazy i fucking love it it is it is an excellent it is i will not not go to it (laughs) Um, here you can find here you can find dolls and fine porcelain kimonos japanese handcrafts elegant jewelry snacks kitchenware Mm. cookbooks uh a sake tasting bar uh pearls all things kawaii uh you can go into this motherfucker and get a plushie of an egg a sword (laughs) like a samurai sword and you can dig your own pearls out of an oyster all without leaving the fucking building you know what i wish they had though I wish that they had, because of all the cute merchandise, I wish they had cute mini ears. I wish that they had Kawaii Disney anything. Yeah. Because I think that this is... It's an actual department store in Japan. It's an actual department store in Japan. And I think that the, the vending license that they have with Disney is like... They have to sell the actual stuff. It's just like, don't... Disney, don't fuck with us. Like, we're yeah. going to sell what we want here. So you can walk into the store and you can buy Nintendo items. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. buy Studio Ghibli items. You can There's... buy, like, you know, direct competition items. I know. Which is so interesting that Disney allows for that to happen. It's so cool. It's one of the coolest things. It is one of the coolest I things. I do, yeah. And, and that makes sense. I didn't know that. I'm glad that, you know, like I said, that we do the show to learn a lot of things. But, um, yeah, because I was, I am always like, they should have cool, like, furry ones, like, you know, yeah. like really cute, different ones that you that you just can't get anywhere else. That that would totally. be dope. I think that or, would make it. They'd make a lot of money if they did that. Or like, like kawaii 
Fab Five gear. You know, like, like uh, I don't know why you can't like you can't find anything like Disney, Disney related in, no. in the Japan Pavilion. It's wild, but it's such. A, I I've have bought, to I've go bought there. more stuff at this store than I have any other store in a hundred percent. I always bring stuff back. I have this thing for my back that I got there that I still like. It's a thing that I need to get. I don't even know what it is. It looks like the Epcot ball in the end, but it's actually like a golf ball, which is what the Epcot ball ball looks like. And you bang it on your back, and it is the oh, great. The, yeah, it makes like a. Yeah, I so. love. I just love just knocking the shit out of my back. But there's so much. I have a fan from there. I always bring back candies and their snack game is on little point. little things that look like sushi. Mm-hmm. Oh, little, little, so. They have so many like like adorable erasers and yeah, and like stickers, notebooks, and, magnets and, and oh, notebooks and so. little pouches and and the people that work there are so friendly and that I feel immersed because they're. You know, like they're very like excited to talk about the items, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just it's that I think that place is a must do. I agree. Um, yeah, I think you know best best snacks in town, best merch in town, best. It's just the best. It's the best, and we're we're we don't deserve it. We're lucky to have it, and you know what? I guess the licensing thing, like from what you said, that's great because maybe it's great that they didn't Disneyfy it. Maybe that would have made it. Lot is great. Yeah, it could it could be. And then you know, like our our other category or other subcategory within this is is like adult edu- uh, is a adult edutainment. It's not so adult it's, edutainment. It's, edutainment. It's additional edutainment. <laughs> and uh, you know, I guess the gallery kind of like would fall into that as like an edutainment piece. Yeah. Um, maybe more so that than entertainment even. Um, so with all those things coming together. What do you think for our other offerings category? Techn- the, the, the last of our technical categories. This will be the only one of all the 11 yep. pavilions. Yep. That because of that shop, I don't give a shit about anything else you talked about. Well, the restaurants are fucking the, oh, and the fire. Rest, but I mean, but it, they are fucking fire. But because of that store, it's a 10. I know. Me too. It's a 10. It's the only one I'll give extra offerings a 10. There's one that's I'm on the fence about. We'll see what happens when we get there, but it means we haven't gotten there yet. Aye but aye aye. but um yeah, it's it's dope with extra offerings. It makes up for a lot of the where it lost points in edu- ed- entertainment. I agree with you. Um I totally agree with you. So, uh at the end of our technical categories, I've given it a 23 out of 30, you've given it a 22 out of 30. Oh. Neck and neck. Neck and neck. So, uh this is coming in at a 23. So, it's a 22.5 tie goes to the pavilion, so yeah. it's going up to a 23. This is the exact same score that that uh France had going into in the technical its, rounds. into its vibe round. Well, I think that I feel I, what, what happened last week was that I high vibed France and you low vibed it. Yep. I have a weird feeling we're going to go the opposite way to get this week. We we very well might because I uh, I love this pavilion. I love exploring this pavilion. Uh, some of the best food, the chillest place to hang, uh, the sights and sounds, and the nature mixed with people watching. Uh, it all for me. It feels authentic. That could be totally wrong. I could be, you know, just an American asshole. It's very possible. It's probable, in fact. Uh, but I don't care. 
Uh, the whole pavilion is so well themed. It has such an attention to detail. Like, like the attention to detail is such that, like, so uh, that big ass gate that's in the front, right? The Tory Gate. Uh, it's so it, it's painted and adorned in such a way to make it look and feel ancient. Yeah. So this, this includes putting fake barnacles. Yeah. Along the foot, the the feet of the of the gate. So like, I always look at them. They're so interesting. Yeah. But like, and you look at them and you're like, oh yeah, well, that makes sense. It's right at the water and like things that are at the water. Like, I'm sure barnacles. people think it's real. Yeah. But like, it's not fucking real. Yeah. Like if there was an alligator bite to the fucking Tory gate, then maybe that'd be real. But like, yeah. no, there like, was a dead baby floating yeah. around. Yeah. Oof, too soon. Too soon for what? Dead toddler. Oh, I wasn't, I'm sorry. I was not referring to that. I was just, sorry. That is too soon. I was not talking about that. Um, so what do you give it on vibe? I'm coming in at 18, yo. Um, it's like almost perfect for me. Uh, yeah, I could tell. I mean, you're you're totally into it. Um, so for me, uh, though I think it's beautiful and I love the food and I love the shopping, um, I don't vibe out here. It's not mm. my like vibe. I do think there's a part of me that when I'm at Disney, I do want the storybook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like land you know i do you know what's wonderful about this and I, I don't even need to know are what you cockering what, me again no, no no i don't even know what your score is no nor do i need to know but what's so awesome about this is that like when we go um like i can go hang out at japan and you can go hang out at france and then we can just like meet in america no like we, no, like, no no like we'll, we'll just be like right next door to each other and just be like you're like, well, I'm going to go to my happy place and you go to your happy place. And like, and it's all good. Like, you know, we're, well, you that's know, the thing about that's the great thing about the world showcase in general. Yeah. Is that there's something for everyone. Um, so for me, in terms of vibe, uh, it's a 13. 13. That's what I gave. Um, that's what I gave France. So this seems very fair. <laughs> very fair indeed. Uh, with these scores, I've given it a 41, which is what you had given France. Oh, that's so weird. And uh, you've given it a 35. <laughs> Which is uh, one higher than what I gave <laughs> to France. So this is coming in at a an average score of 38. It beats France? And it, and it is now the highest scoring. Uh, actually, no, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's technically the highest scoring, but um, France got a 37.5, so it's kind of tied right now. Because yeah, that would make France a 38. Yeah, so it's, it's tied. Tied with, for first. tied for first. But if push came to shove... It would right. If it these would were the, win. If these were the win. top two, yeah, it if would these win. were the top two, it would win, but only by a half point. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I think you. I did think. I do think you scored high. This a little high, but uh, you probably I think, think I, think I scored, scored a France a little high. Well, so I it think makes you sense. scored this a little low. So I was okay. actually okay with your score on France. I think that you scored this a little low. See, I think you scored this a little high. I'm sure you do. <laughs> scored, it five, <laughs> scored it five more than you. Uh, well, my dear, you got uh, quite some drinking to do. Uh, seven to go, and I've got only two. The drinks um, always get the last laugh. What do you What do you all think at home? Did uh, Did uh, Did I fuck this up? Did Adrian fuck this up? Who uh, are you fucked up? Yeah, are you fucked up? I'm <laughs> fucked up. Um, Getting there. <laughs> let us know. Let us know what your thoughts on your overall vibe and uh, and what your score was. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, France is next down. And then we've also done, uh, the UK pavilion in Canada. Canada came in at 32 UK. Canada. at twenty nine. So UK is like the low man on the totem pole right now. I Interesting. Mean, I will sip my tea 
and you know I, I wouldn't have seen that I, I agree I, I don't know that I would have uh thought that like that we'd be halfway through the pavilions and well we're almost halfway almost halfway through the pavilions and that that uh the UK would be the lowest but so far I'm loving this tournament I hope you guys are at home too yeah totally totally so fun um, so what do you think? I think that we... I think we solved I the think, World I, Showcase. I think we solved the, all of the World Showcase problems. We've solved Japan's problems for sure. Yeah. Which is what we came to do. That's, that is what we came Not to do. Not all heroes wear capes. They sometimes drink Sapphiro. Yes. And, and Fiji. And Fiji water on Mount Fuji. Fiji on Mount Fuji. The Dark Ride is presented by Drunk Distory and is available every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher. Wherever podcasts are available, the show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing uh, and hopefully giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. Uh, those, uh, those ratings and reviews really, really help us out. Um, the best way you can help us is just by telling a fellow Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. If you like us, your friends are probably going to like us too, and they're not going to know about us unless you share the gospel of the dark ride. Uh, feel free to hit us up at drunkdistry at gmail.com for comments, shout outs, uh, drink ideas, show ideas. Uh, if you need a pen pal, I'm here for you. I'm here. I'm here for you, man. Uh, the best, uh, you can also follow us on Instagram for lots of, uh, great Disney parks content at drunk distry. Um, and follow us on YouTube. Same at drunk distry. Um, follow us on TikTok. Did I say TikTok yet? Tickety-tockety, follow us. Uh, we're going to go live. Uh, we go live like um, at all of our At The Bar episodes. Uh, Adrian goes live and, and chats with people throughout the week. Sometimes I pop in. Sometimes I I don't. Um, and uh, it's a lot of fun over there. Uh, there's a lot of great content being made. Uh, so, yeah, just come check us out. Come come check out our goofy faces and uh, and hang out with us while we get buzzed. Uh, you can find us always at Drunk Distory. Thanks for joining us, and remember to always keep your kingdom cool. I've got muscles like you've got empathy. I'll pin the sheets back since you can't ever sleep. You've got some issues, all of them are probably me.